0: Welcome, guys. I want to quickly invite you to our uh, owner-operator forum Facebook group. So if you search owner-operator forum, uh, we will show up. You can request to join and you will have access to us and a bunch of people that are like-minded, business-oriented and and would like to learn about trucking. So um, there will be a lot more content, more videos behind the scenes, Facebook lives. So go check it out. And I'll see you there. Isalo and Nico, what's up, guys? What's going on? Awesome. Everything, everything good? Everything good. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Thank you for coming. Um, tell me first. Introduce yourself and tell me who are you guys representing today, and what's your story.
1: You want to start, or you want me to start? start do uh, it my name is italo
2: uh this is me and my brother obviously we, 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 don't, don't, we don't look it's alike it.
1: but you do uh, yeah you do <laughs> uh this is nicola so you can um you know we started this well we own on a truck
0: dealership um, you started a tr- truck dealership so tell me uh italo nico welcome again and i can tell you you have a Cool story to tell. So, we're going to actually cover a lot. Don't worry about we're not recording. We're just hanging out. Okay. Chill. Nothing's going to be, uh, it's going to be all good. I can t- guarantee you that. But so, tell me, who are you guys representing here? What is, what's your company?
1: Uh, Elite Trucks USA out mm-hmm. of Miami, Florida. Social media, Facebook, Instagram, it's all the same. As Elite a Trucks of fact, USA. It's that's why we chose the name because all, all of the, the tags were available. So, nice kind of Jumped the gun
0: and nice so you guys own a used truck dealership yeah? out of miami florida yeah Correct. all right thank you for coming from florida i appreciate it of course we weren't gonna
1: miss this chance like yeah i want to meet you we've, we've been we've been watching this really we've been watching this um since we started since, really. yeah since we started um i learned a lot of stuff through this channel i got into this not knowing a thing just the, the trucks ran in the family. Uh, we used to export trucks. Well, my, my parents used to export trucks to South America. Um, my uncle has a trucking uh, business in Peru. My other uncle has been in the industry, um, in, the, in the sales industry, since right. for 20-plus years. My yeah. other uncle drives, so yeah, you know, trucking that's a, is just like it's in your blood. couldn't it's avoid it, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: and is we have to give back now too. It's the last thing we ever thought, taught us.
1: It's the last thing we'd ever thought we were doing. We'd we'd be doing this, you know, truck sales and uh, anything around there. So
0: yeah, that's awesome. Um, so you're selling used trucks. Why did you get into it? What was your reason? Uh, tell me briefly, or, uh, just kind of an overview of hey this is why we started this is how it how it led us I'll into it. it
2: okay i'll take it so uh uh we used to where our family owns a, a logistics company so mm-hmm. brokering air freight sea freight road freight combinations sometimes
1: in a very um, niche industry
2: yeah in a very niche industry i'm gonna set further but uh to make it short uh last year uh beginning so january 2020 we were going to uh to do touring so mm-hmm. we're gonna do touring for concerts festivals um anything music-based or entertainment-based And in the process of, we purchased uh, 16 trucks, right? Uh, We're getting our licenses, everything in order so we can start in the summer. Uh, But obviously uh, we had a big surprise with COVID and the trucks started arriving probably mid-February till March. Um, By the time the trucks were arriving, they started canceling shows, COVID was happening, freight rates were dropping like crazy. Uh, The market was just Mm -hmm. terrible, but we had already bought these trucks and we we didn't have anything to do with them. So we started selling them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we started selling them as you know, as, still as a as a, a logistics company that owned our trucks, and we started seeing how how customers kept coming back.
1: We and waited till May to start selling them. Yeah, I will say we did wait till May because we were like we,
2: maybe this will pass, maybe yeah, it. We pass. gave
1: it a month and a half, and we said, "All right, you know what? <laughs> we need to pay the bills." Yeah. yeah, and obviously we have trucks sitting sitting in a lot not making started.
3: money. Yeah, so
1: oh. we were gonna get into just. General freight, um, but it was a big investment. We didn't want to blow it like that in a, in a, in a time where we have no other income coming in, so mm-hmm. we kind of just said, you know, let's let's start selling them. Yeah. yeah, get some money back. And we're gonna keep from the 16 trucks that we started, we started with 16 trucks. We're gonna keep 10. We sold the first six, it didn't look like it was coming back anytime soon, so we kind of said, What are we gonna keep do? selling? Yeah. Keep selling them. Yeah.
0: yeah. And you sell all of them?
1: Oh, I sold all.
3: Yeah. okay
0: so and so what was the next step you guys what did you decide to do after We're like okay is this actually a business we want to go into what was your when thought process I had
1: sold, when, when I had my last four I started getting message, messages from the people who had bought the first 12 um I for the, those 16 I sold them to overall I think it was like 10 or 11 people and people started coming back and you know sorry I don't have any trucks like oh let me know whenever you get more I'm like Oh, okay. That, that message, yeah,
2: that started coming back a little more <laughs> often okay. every time. Where people would come in and say, "Oh, let me know when you, you know, you gotta be like, let me know when you get some more, man." We're like, no, but we don't have more. Like, well, if you, you know, you're so well connected now. If you get anything else, you hear anything else, let me know. And that started resonating a little with us when we thought, like, okay, maybe this could be, you know, kind of like a, a new thing. And yeah, when
1: those last that's when we started looking for a, for an actual because we had a yard. Uh, I mean, Miami spaces mm-hmm. super tight, Difficult to find. We had a yard under some uh, electric cables, uh, power cables. Um, We obviously can't have a building there, but that's where we stored our trucks. That's kind of where and even till today, I still use that. My dealership is a small area. So when we receive trucks, we still get them at that yard. That's where I prepare them. I'll take them to a mechanic or my tire guys will come out or whatever has to be done. And then I take them to the store.
2: So the store is actually a showroom. But and this they, was all a process, obviously, yeah. getting it this way. At first, it was just kind of like, come and, and pick your truck type of yeah. thing.
1: Like we would do yeah. some work. Here are the keys, go jump in, tell me yeah. which one you want, then yeah. we'll figure out the price. Yeah.
0: So, so, at what point you guys decided to get a store or like an official uh, dealership location? Uh, was that, you? have you had it? Or was it something that you decided to?
1: Midway through selling the trucks, we started playing with the idea of opening the actual dealership. Um. Uh, you know, it's a family business. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would get into the car with my dad and just drive around all day throughout Miami and seeing. We did uh, that. We did that several times. Like We yeah.
2: drive around. We wouldn't see anything interesting, we, but we until you know. As a matter
1: of fact, in Miami, there's this area, um, which I'm not gonna mention them. Well, no, like, you don't have to mention the dealers. But uh, so
2: in Miami, there's a lot of truck dealers in South River Drive, right? Yeah. 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 It's
1: an area that's known for truck dealerships. Okay.
2: But we, we didn't see anything there. We didn't see anything available,
1: or like we that, wanted to be there originally. Also, I didn't want to be um, um associated to those dealers.
0: A stigma and the rep. I understand that. Yeah, stigma
1: and the rap, yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah. we wanted to do something different. Yeah. Um, so we ended up finding a space that, about that, that's been the biggest thing. We wanted to be different. I mean, until today, you know, that's why mm-hmm. we're here. That's that's why we, we don't we as much as we joke around I mean, we joke around all day with brothers yeah. but yeah. we want to be professional we want to do things right and we want to be right by of course. you know do things by the book really yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
3: yeah. And, and
0: and do something different right from what we talked to before right. you guys are you're going into something that you saw an opportunity you're taking it in an industry that's that's in you know it's been a mo- it oh. to be disrupted to be See? honest. Oh uh, yeah, and, I agree.
2: And I think we're mm-hmm. uh, both of us here are disruptors in a way, so mm-hmm. we kind of understand each other in that mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Um but going back to the dealer thing, uh, we decided on, we finally found the spot. I mean, originally it was a car dealer, so you can imagine it's not the biggest lot. It's not a big lot, yeah. Pickup uh, truck dealer. A pickup
1: truck
0: dealer. Oh, pickup okay.
2: truck. But oh, uh, they're actually, you, they're you,
1: actually called they're actually called the king of trucks and they're still there. Cool guys. Uh, but obviously, yeah, they all grew the location. Okay, they told me, oh, we fit fifty-two trucks here at once, uh, pickup trucks at once. Like I, I saw that, and I'm like, dude, there's no way. Yeah, like there's absolutely. no How, way. how big is the the location? Oh,
0: how big is a lot?
2: Uh, what is it like?
1: It's,
0: I don't
2: know. Probably, honestly, probably this size,
0: uh, about eight, the size. Eight.
2: Oh, eight
1: no, 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 This is, this is bigger. This
0: eight is bigger. thousand square feet. Yeah.
1: But with the, with the office, I would say it's this size. Yeah. Oh yeah, with the office it's probably this, yeah. Size. Yeah. this size. We can fit about comfortably. But ten trucks? No, nine. Nine trucks. Nine trucks, exactly. I fit ten. And I'm already having a difficult time figuring out. I mean, I don't want to be cramped in there. It, it doesn't look good, first of all. Um, second of all, it's, it's just right. more of a risk. Of course, of the trucks. I, I, we haven't
0: had any accidents, you know,
1: thank God. But, um,
0: that's great. So, so let me take it back a little bit. You guys are starting to okay. We'll pull the trigger on a on the location. Took uh, it, it
1: took some time to get that location ready too, man. That yeah. location was running down. So did, down when
0: we got so it, did you? Did you start like redoing we, and? Re, we redid the entire thing. <laughs> you did. He did, he did. That yeah, that's nice. We <laughs>
2: nice. redid the entire office. Kind of redid the pavement. Yeah. Uh, you know, cleaned everything up. Uh, painted the entire thing. We
1: made it look like an office. We made it look professional. We didn't. We didn't want to. Like I said, we didn't want to be another dealer. Mm-hmm. Um, dealers overall have a terrible rep. Uh, yeah. I mean, especially in this industry. Dealers don't really have that much of a great rep. Um, People come in like, "All right, I know you're 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 in bed with the financing companies. I know you're gonna be marking up the trucks." Like, no, I'd rather go buy my truck off somebody else. Yeah, uh,
2: that's what. Yeah,
1: that's what we're trying to break.
0: Yeah, which you know, it's something that you see in general. It's like uh, if people don't, if people are not informed, they really don't know how it works because some guys will expect you what not to make margins on the trucks or you know
1: not only that that, that's something big that i used to go through that i just now started understanding um my brother would always you know he'll be like oh we still have to cover our rent like like they'll off they'll low balls on our truck and they're like no we have to cover rent we have employees like no 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 the truck is that market we're not like we're signing you know 10 grand above market no the truck is that market yeah I don't go for that or at least I didn't before. I, I kind of still don't want to I don't go for that. Oh we gotta pay our rent, we gotta cover employees. No no I don't I don't like that idea. I mm-hmm. like the idea of we're selling a truck at market, um,
0: at market prices. At I mean. market price, correct. So 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 there are two things that uh, um you you're looking at, okay. You're 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 researching prices, you know where you are as far as the ballpark, right? Correct. And then you're adjusting it accordingly to right. whatever's happening and that oh, you right. see, right? right? So on your on your end, you have to figure out how do I make it work on my end with employees and my overhead and- That's, not, yeah. that's yeah. not the customer's fault, it never will yeah. yeah. You know,
2: that's something you know, we, we try to you know, make sure.
1: Yeah. We, we've sold trucks at last, too, I mean, just- We have
2: taken some L's on trucks, yeah. 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 It's, not, it's not always
1: like sunshine and rainbows. Of course, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I'm kind of the business I'm kinda glad it's like that, too, because- dealers will have their trucks sitting on the lot six eight months just because you know they they need to get their money back move no, on. Okay. If, move the, on. if the truck yeah. is not the right price if the truck isn't getting any traffic you know yeah. move on move on type of thing you yeah. know
2: yeah that's
1: that's
0: type of thing so what are you so so how long has the dealership been open give me the time frame
1: officially here. with the dealer license december 9th december 9th I, last I, year i received that in yeah december oh, wow. 9th of 2020 I, I'm, I'm fresh Uh, like fresh off the, fresh off the, yeah, it's the, 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 my, the agent that was not the agent, the, the official from the Florida Mm -hmm. department, she called in that morning. Uh, Dude, it was, I mean, I, I think I I called you guys crying. I called you. Yeah, we were were waiting, we were waiting for that license about three months, right?
2: From the moment they said it was ready. So like it was actually ready
1: every day was something else. Oh, no. uh, Oh, no. Now we can't find your fingerprints. Oh, no, no. We can. We we still haven't received the background check. Oh, no. For like a month just on that. And then before that, between getting the the property ready, uh, getting a fire inspected, making sure it's good to go. Like I said, we're trying to run something professional. Yeah, we're not trying to make a mouse it like, but it's ready.
0: Good. So before we get to the next stage, tell me about yourself individually. Uh, what are you into and your, what you did pre Correct. your dealership, yes, uh, within, yeah.
1: So, I mean, we both went to FSU. Uh, he's, my bro- Italo is a year, seven months, a year, eight months older None than like I am. That. Uh, he was two years ahead of me. I went to FSU. He was my first roommate and then he kind of went his way. I kind of went mine, but like, obviously we're still brothers. Mm-hmm. and hang all the time. Um, he graduated. I stayed in at, in Tallahassee for two more years um i did custom t-shirts i i traded cryptocurrencies uh he flipped phones he he was a he was a bartender uh we always kind of like worked yeah he was a smart one i hated school but i still graduated thankfully um as a matter of fact i think it was no it it was the only uh school within fsu that accepted me um what did you study I started economics and finance.
2: Smart so you're the, the brains. I'll go into me in a little bit. Like you talk, just talk yeah, about a yeah. smart guy. Um, talk,
0: talk, talk, tell me about your, your journey to that, to yeah. that. hey, let's do something on our own. Because it seems like you've had an entrepreneurial. Uh... Yeah.
1: Um, you know, my dad, what we spoke about earlier. Our dad, um, we, he came from a background, my, and my mom. It's not just mm-hmm. my dad. My dad yeah. and my mom. They came back, They came from a background with nothing. And my yeah that as soon as he got to the US he just grinded and grinded and grinded and grinded and he opened a company that was the biggest one of the biggest in their sector mm-hmm. and that went to crap. They went bankrupt. we moved to Peru. That's when I told you that I lived in Peru for mm-hmm. about four years of my life. We, we were about what seven when we moved I was seven and, and I was five uh,
2: or something like yeah. that yeah we were really young but mm-hmm.
0: uh, so you lived in Peru uh, when you were really young. For four, four, four years, years, you four said? Years, four okay. years, yeah. Okay, and then you just, Where you as a family, in, you decided... they we we're, were
1: five and we lived in a two-bedroom apartment. Uh, and then from there, we started growing again. They grew their company over there, the, their, their freight forwarding company over there. And then um, we had to move back because my or my parents were residents. They weren't citizens. Mm-hmm. Um, we had have. to move back because if not, the residency would end. Your, your grace yeah. period of being outside of the country would end. So I moved back and then again, started from scratch here. My dad made like 25 grand a year at the time. Yeah. And my I mean, mom was finding, was just, oh, oh, trying to find a job. Trying yeah. to find a job. My dad quit that job. Was like, yeah, I'm not going to yeah. stay here. As a matter of fact, he worked at a, at a truck dealership. Yeah, the he, first thing he did. Yeah, he, he was like, a, he was a handyman, basically, at a truck dealership. So true,
0: entrep- um, immigrant entrepreneurial yeah, story. No,
1: he's yeah. he's definitely had a rough. Um,
2: so, so I'll, I'll take it from here. So he he did you know all sorts of jobs. Uh, this is while raising us up or bringing us up. Um, he eventually started a, a freight forwarding company with my mom, um, specifically in the entertainment industry. So mm-hmm. we were doing air freight, sea freight, and road freight for concerts and tours and festivals. And obviously started little. Uh, this is about two thousand and six that it started. My mom worked at Maersk at the time. There's a big shipping line. Uh, Eventually the business started growing. She quit Maersk and then (laughs) they started scaling the company.
1: My dad's requirement or my mom's requirement for my dad is that she had, he had to pay her six months in advance. (laughs) So she'd be comfortable enough to leave the the Maersk.
2: Well, yeah. So this happened growing up. Um, Really, it's been on a, you know, it was growing for a while. We were all working there really until uh, 2020. Uh, You know, we were about to have a great year. Obviously, as you guys know, COVID kind of altered yeah. a lot of things. Um, and that's the point that led us to, to the, we are about to get into the transportation business. where well, we already were in, but mm-hmm. as a, you know, as a fleet owner, that's yeah. that was the next step that we were taking, mm-hmm. not truck dealership. But obviously well, the story he was saying before, when we had the situation that COVID kind of screwed everything up and, you know, made us rethink everything. That's when the truck dealership came into play. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I can't be, you know, it's, can't be more thankful enough. I know a lot of yeah. people have gone through some really harsh times, and I know some people are still struggling out there. Mm-hmm.
1: And we're able to do something that we actually like doing. Yeah, right? and it, it was and like it's kind of to opportunity to...
2: presented stuff, and we would be really dumb to not seize it type yeah. of thing. So yeah. we, we just tackled it, took it head on, and and we're here now. We're about what six
1: months open with the dealer we, now. We sold what have we sold like thirty five trucks by this point. This year, yeah, about thirty five, almost forty. Yeah, almost forty in like five months. Nice. Yeah, that's obviously you know the market helps a lot of course um but we're talking i got my cdl as a matter of fact i got my cdl you okay. in uh, in november like a month before oh, i got you, my uh, license okay. i, I mine, used man. i used to drive the, the trucks that i told you the 16 yeah. inch, i used to drive them without a license just having to get them around you know yeah um i'd get in with a with somebody who was flying a, a, a truck for his fleet and he'd tell me no i don't have the cdl can you drive They're like okay i'll drive yeah <laughs> I just kind of figured out along the way yeah so to be fair, there are eye shifts. You know, there's nothing out of this world. Yeah, it's pretty easy. So I Are should, you getting your your license too? Yeah,
2: yeah, I'm next. I'm next. Uh,
1: yeah. Funny fact: I learned how to drive the ten speed on one of my own trucks. Nice. <laughs> I, I was moving them so, from my yard to my store, and that's uh, all right. It's time to learn. But
0: you ha- have you uh, have you uh, um, learn how to float, or you use a cl- use clutch? You use uh, no, clutch. No, no, no. Use clutch.
1: For, uh, uh, clutch for first, obviously, yeah. and then after that
0: just. You're you know, floating. Yeah. Okay. all right. Good. which i didn't know i'll before. test you out what i didn't mean, know i didn't know, uh, before. Yeah.
1: I didn't know we'll that will do a before. road test. Yeah. Yeah, i didn't know that before oh yeah
0: um I,
1: my mechanic taught me that actually. good dan the, man, my, my dan the man shout out to dan shout out to dan the, the nice. man machete machete my body my body guy uh my, also dude this guy this guy works outside in a field he'll he could paint a ferrari nice. <laughs> yeah, He's perfect you
2: guys yeah. are talented man. Yeah. i swear there's some such good talent that works on trucks man yeah. you would you wouldn't think so, but there's a lot of great guys. And they really like what they do, which is awesome.
0: Yeah. Awesome. So who's who's buying your trucks then?
2: My guy. I'm, I'm the purchaser. You're the purchaser? Yeah.
0: And uh, what do you see out there right now? Oh, nothing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right now, the best way to describe it is nothing. Um, kinda, the market right now is taking a, a weird turn. Mm, you got, where, you got um, nice. Yeah, there we go. Better, better. Market's taking a weird turn right now, where uh, you have big companies that are buying, you know, new trucks in bulk. You have the big Amazons and the WalMarts that are having demand like never before, yep. and they're they're needing new trucks. And um, Amazon, yeah, Amazon. So I said, um, they're buying new trucks, and at the same time, there's chip shortages that are leading to not too many trucks being produced. Mm-hmm. So um, I know from one of the dealers we, uh, or a partner we spoke uh, speak with pretty often, uh, he, they said that usually they get about two hundred new trucks. Uh, maybe a cycle, or a, you know, when they when yep. roll off the lot, mm-hmm. they're getting about 40 to 50 instead. Mm-hmm. So fleets are buying. That's if they're lucky. That's if they're lucky, they can get some. And since they're not getting any, they're just overhauling their own trucks, their their old ones. So instead of turning them back in to the dealers so to take em to, to to take them, uh, take mm-hmm. out a new one. Mm-hmm. What they're doing is they're bringing them in, doing a complete overhaul of the engine, and just bringing them back to life for two or three years. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. why you're not seeing new trucks or used trucks. To, to accompany this. And when you do see them, they're 10 speeds or mm-hmm. 12 or 13, no, oh, yeah, usually 10 speeds. There's a shortage of automatics, we know that. Um, they're, so they're not bringing these new trucks back into the market. So you're not only you are seeing a shortage of new trucks, you're also seeing a shortage of used trucks. Mm-hmm. What is this causing? Truck prices Close are up, skyrocketing. Yeah. And they're, they're like, uh, there's no sign of stopping. Like it's, it's crazy. The,
0: did you see uh, this year the thirty over thirty thousand trucks are not going to be delivered? It's going to be pushed to next yep. year, yeah. which it's a, it's a significant number.
2: Did you see that? Did you see that article of the Volvo sitting outside yeah. of the the eight sixties? There was an article that came out with like you can see like hundreds of eight sixties just sitting out. No. Yeah. There's a, Without uh, the no, freight ch- waves. not being completed, yeah, yeah, because waves, of the ch- yeah. because waves. of the, they, the
1: only thing they're missing is the ECMs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah chip can. shortages.
0: Have you heard uh, what happened with the, why there's a shortage of ECMs?
1: I not exactly. I kind of have an idea. Um, It was semiconductors, right? Yeah. So we,
0: I can, I can, uh, I can, I can tell you briefly. I don't want to get into that, but what happened was when everything started shutting down, and companies stopped producing uh, chip computers. um, All the other ones, all the guys that people stayed at home. They started ordering phones Mm -hmm. and tvs and things that use chips
1: and nobody 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 was ordering cars or trucks yeah
0: so no so they they didn't they didn't expect that they didn't expect there's going to be a chip shortage so they actually went and everybody that um when you're staying at home buying uh play you know games and tvs and cell phones and laptops and computers that sucked everything out, so then out I guess of the they
2: shifted manufacturing of, towards that industry and it wasn't
0: really, it's, so there's a way, and I'm not an expert in this, but there's a way it's a, it's, you're just, you're just building them and then whatever application you're using it for, that's where it's going. Right. Oh, it's like, it's, it's pretty ge- generic from, from and my understanding
1: that, you know, it's not a change that could be done. In, as a matter of fact, yes, I did. I, I was seeing, I, I watched the CNBC, uh, um, like informative video, mm-hmm. and there's there's like a sixty billion dollar shortage. Yeah. Like this the shortage is gonna cost like a sixty billion dollar a sixty billion dollar disruption in the market. Yeah. yeah. And let's do it. And
0: the same thing is gonna happen cool. soon with uh with the there's gonna shortage of trucks. There's gonna be you already seeing it. Uh, go to Home Depot and try to f- yeah. f- buy uh, lumber
2: or anything, yeah. right? Oh, lumber is another one. I saw I saw like a, a little a little article that last year uh fifty thousand dollars worth of lumber would have built you 10 single family homes today fifty thousand dollars with lumber will bid you two family homes
3: yeah, yeah yeah yeah
2: so right now if you have lumber just hold it man hold yeah, it i know <laughs> i know. Um, if you're hauling lumber man just i'm not building it anytime soon to, to be honest
0: with you all i need is uh more trucks so yeah, you know we're on the same page we're on the yeah, same page, yeah. Uh, what do you guys think um What's your next step? What do you want to do next as far as uh, developing and growing the, the dealership?
1: There's a, there's a few things I want to do. Um, well, there's a few things we want to do. It is, this is not a me or I No, this is we, we every team, decision. Yeah. yeah. Every decision we make, whether buying or selling or, or growth or, or anything, really, anything. It's a team. yeah. Team. Before it used to be between all of us, my mom, my dad and us. It's,
2: it's a true family business. Yeah. Yeah. It
1: it's a it's a true family business. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah and even our, our even our team members i mean our team members are family members. yeah like, yeah we, we still ask them like listen what, what, what do you think about us doing this mm-hmm. and they'll tell us listen i think that's a great idea or hey um how are we gonna manage it like don't worry let me let me worry about that part but what do you think mm-hmm. um we want to do financing but more than that i want to oh, we want to open a shop Mm-hmm. And that that idea was presented to me by our uncle, who's also in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, opening a shop. There's a shortage of shops, uh, but there's also a shortage of mechanics. Uh,
2: At least in in, in Miami. Uh, yeah, we're so we're in the Miami area, obviously. I feel like here in Chicago, there's there's so much with, with it's, uh, it's, uh, everywhere. it's everywhere. Everywhere, it's man. Everywhere. man. We, we we get here like you know we we are on the plane and we start we spot start spotting the trucks, you know, from the plane and you just see truck.
0: truck yeah, but truck, you truck. Uh, what I. There is a shortage of of, everything everything. Uh, (laughs) with with tax on, you know, starting, but it's it's across the board. Well, you pay people to stay at home. Now, nobody wants to come back to work. Right. And that's a that's an it's not even in our industry. It's across Across the board. board. Um, And, uh, you know, it's like, how do you now have people come out and start going to work? and producing, you know, that's the biggest yeah. thing, which, which going into a shop, uh, like if that's great, you guys are planning this. This is def- definitely something that um, will help you because ex- that's exactly why I went to owning a shop is because, you know, I Your have a fleet, you guys, was... you guys have a, yeah, a uh, dealership, but it is a different, different animal, right? right. And and it's a, it's a different type of business to be in and, and we can talk about that later. But uh, but that's a good move. Obviously, you for for your purposes, you wouldn't probably need a full on operation with yeah. uh, with with highly skilled techs because yeah. all you need is pretty much TLC and right and yeah. and
2: yeah, we don't like we don't everything we buy. First of all, like is, it has to run and drive to
1: our to our store. So we or know, at least or at least. OK, uh, there's things that we had to start doing piggybacks just or yeah, piggybacks. Yeah, because we don't have the driver to bring it down. Mm-hmm. So we but have for to, for the most part, all we need is, is TLC type of maintenance. You know, maybe we make sure they run and drive before we pick them up. Mm-hmm. Like whether it's driving here or it's not, we make sure it runs and drives before we pick it up. That, yeah. that that's my main concern. I don't like, I don't like non-runners. I don't like things that are you know, put together just kind of yeah, like so, yeah. a skeleton trucks. What they call them, that? They you know, or they start putting things from from other trucks one. and just make make sure it looks nice. Enough.
0: Yeah. Um, so, I like that. Tell me, what are you guys buying? What are you? Are you? Spec- are you Obviously interested in specific? Money. In specific? <laughs> you ready? This is my man. Of I, course, I, it's I, your question, right? But I like. What are you? What are you looking at? What are you not buying? What are you? What are you? What are you? are buying. Okay. So it. We well we focus mostly on Frightliner
2: and Volvo.
1: Oh, um, I like Volvo. Mm-hmm. We
2: yeah. like Volvo, but we we, spe- we I would say we specialize in Fireliner and Volvo yeah. preference. We like Volvo a lot just because you know we know the engine the most. Mm-hmm. Um, we know the platform the most, for and the most part.
1: Most of their issues are pretty uh, cookie cutter similar. Yeah, it, it, you know to an extent, but
3: at but the end day, it's a mechanical engine. Yeah, day, but
2: but regarding to buying, so when we're buying, we always look at I would say three things. So we look at prior use. We always try to find out what they were used for before. Uh, we look at uh, we always do ECM reading, so we like to know like the actual things of the truck. If I see anything altered even slightly, we turn it down. Um, obviously miles are very important. Digs. Uh, yeah. yeah, we do several we VIN, VIN checks. VIN yeah, check. so we know exactly what you know what, what it's been through or you know what type of if it's had any damage, because I mean, truck that's, that's, you know, traveled five or 600,000 miles, it's bound to have some scratches, some dents, which is fine. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. it's just, it's just knowing of what course. it is, you know, you just
1: don't want any surprises. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, for a the most people, part, a lot of people don't understand that as well. A lot of people that I've, that I've noticed that come into my store, they're, they're coming to look at a five, six, 700,000 mile truck, but they're looking for some. They're, they're really looking for something, you know, a hundred, 200,000 mile truck. And, they don't understand that the difference between 200 and, and 700 it's a, it's a big difference mm-hmm. it's a big difference on the engine on the strain on. on uh, correct um, a lot of people don't a lot of people I mean a lot of people do especially uh, people that have been in the industry for a while but a new lot timers. of new timers that come in I mean new timers well we're new timers as well yeah. but new oh. timers that come in they're expecting you know 200,000 200, mile or 100,000 mile that they that they work like the trucks that they drive currently for a fleet at thirty forty thousand $40,000, you know, mm-hmm. that's, especially now that's unheard of.
2: Yeah. You just, you just
1: won't find it like yeah. plain and simple, yeah. like no sure. coating. it, you are not going to find that, mm-hmm. especially
2: right now. Um, very, there's very few, uh, newer trucks for sale, very few new trucks, even fewer newer trucks because fleets are keeping them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, and that's a, that's an expectation that people come in and they don't really understand that there's a, Big difference in a truck that has two hundred thousand miles versus one that has five or six or seven hundred thousand miles. Mm-hmm. Um, usually, the, the life cycle that when fleets turn them over is about the half a million mark, yeah. and that's usually when we pick them up. Um, but obviously, right now there's there's not even that. Like, yeah, yeah. It's it's been really
1: it's really weird, honestly. It's been fun. Yeah, but fun definitely fun. I like the challenge. I, uh, you know we're looking for trucks and all, but. Within everything, we, we're, we're, we're piggy, man. Yeah. Like we're piggy. We're very piggy. I would yeah. say Yeah, it's one thing you can
2: describe me as is
0: piggy. Let's talk financing then. Okay. Um, what do you guys are seeing? What are you guys doing? And what could you share with, with people buying trucks? What, what are some of the things you think you sh- they should know? We should okay.
1: start off with, Dun- with Dustin's case.
2: Uh, well, let's, uh, I guess we'll, we'll, we'll go into like a kind of a case study of mm-hmm. someone that had a bad experience. Um, and then we'll go from there. Um, always as if you're, if you're, uh, you know, if you're first of all, if you're, uh, if you're buying a truck, uh, don't
1: expect super low interest rates. There's just, it's, it's, it's not possible. It's unless just unless nothing you have amazing credit. And even then it's impossible to get mm-hmm. low, uh, low rates. Unfortunately, below eight, right? Below eight. Uh, we have clients that we've done 4.2 Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good, that's a very good one. That's amazing, but no, no, that, that's like amazing. But to qualify from every 20 people, I send that to that bank with amazing credit won't qualify. Yeah. So yeah, that's the first thing, uh, kind of go into this knowing
2: that, you know, the, the interest rates won't be so favorable. Um, these banks and lenders and finance companies know, they know all the risks that comes with the equipment, you know, if it breaks down and you stop paying um, they also know how much you're making if you own your equipment. That's the first thing they know. They yeah. say, all right, what's well, going to be $200 a month worth extra of interest if you're making 15 or 20 grand in revenue mm-hmm. a month, you know? Mm-hmm. So they take that into consideration a lot. A uh, lot. So we'll, we'll go into a case. Uh, someone came to us a while back. Uh, they, the third truck we sold. Yeah. So it was kinda, uh, as a dealership. So once we got operating. So he uh, he was he had uh, done like a lease to purchase option somewhere else.
1: Uh, and they basically leased him uh, a... 2016 like, peter built a 579 it yeah was 20 roof short cab
2: um truck looked really nice but it was from the beginning it was not mechanically sound mm-hmm. the truck was basically he was paying
1: it, things it, I, know, I remember he told me he, he told me he put down five grand down or six grand down uh 800 bucks a week that's the frL 400k amount truck
2: it was, it was very expensive. And at the time, so he kept, basically, he started running with this truck was broken down, uh, about half the time. He said
0: that's $3,200 a month and a broken down truck.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, very expensive. First of all, uh, at the time he just, he was his first truck that he was leasing onto and trying to, you
1: know, get a nicer truck. His credit was poor. He had, no, it, was, it wasn't the poorest, but he had like 550. Um,
2: there's nothing, uh, I would say worse than as an owner operator not doing your proper DD, mm-hmm. uh, especially when buying your first truck.
0: And do DD, you mean due diligence, correct? Correct. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: yeah. not, I mean, it was his fault also because he kind of did it look uh, at your options type of thing. He did look at his options, only looked at the first person that approved it. He them. fell in love with the truck,
1: um, cosmetically and visually, it was, truck was incredible. Yeah. Very nice. He showed truck. me a picture, it was a great. Day. It was a beautiful truck but chrome honest,
0: won't get you home no no, no.
1: um something, that's else I've to learned Tony. Is, something else i've learned very important the first truck is the one you want the second one's the one you need
0: that
1: yeah i have people mm-hmm. have come in like you know yeah, if you
0: can get out of the first one
1: correct if exactly yeah but i have people have come in like yeah i started had a classic um, well, like the classic Reddit, 389 like chrome yeah. now no, beautiful uh, truck like, not yeah. hating on them. but <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah cl- dude it, it was impossible. I mean, it wasn't impossible to, to live with, obviously, but it was just, they get onto a Volvo. I drove one, as a matter of fact, I had a truck sold, a Volvo sold. This guy had a classic XL. I, he was like, no, I got to throw gears. I got a 13-speed gearhead. I mean, all to you. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I told him, let's take out the Volvo for a second. You know, we were in the yard. Now he came to check out a, a trailer because I had some reefers um and dude he drove around like dude i cannot let the people in my chat know that i'm driving this yeah but i love this truck and i Mm. um there's gonna be my next truck an Mm. automatic i shift volvo 780 He got uh, you got the table in the back it's like yeah i just got stuck in uh, he goes i just got stuck in um in uh in pennsylvania with a snowstorm and you know I would get out of the truck and work under the truck because I needed to get out. I didn't have anywhere to sit. I didn't have anywhere to work. So what would I do? I just get out of the truck in the middle of the snowstorm and try to wrench on my truck. Like,
0: Yeah, so wait, he had a classic Excel and yeah. he, you were trying to sell him a 780 yeah. Volvo. Call him, tell Automated. him to keep that classic Excel. <laughs> tell him, don't sell it. <laughs>
2: right now.
3: Yeah. It's,
2: it's paying well when you sell your truck. But let's go, let's go back to Dustin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's not try to deviate too much. Yeah. So he had this really bad situation where he, he had already had insurance. He had, he was playing insurance. He was playing for his plates. Um, you know, and he was every other week there was something wrong with the truck until the obviously leasing, the
1: leasing company hadn't sent them his actual plate. Yeah. He was running with a temp tag. So it was running with like like a temp tag.
2: So very, very shady Short, yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, and obviously he, the guy was tired mm-hmm. of it. and um, we finally put, we were able to present to him a, a good option. So he actually ended up taking a 2015 Volvo, uh, 670 double bomb, 10 speed.
1: Um, Yeah. A little bit higher miles, but that fleet was solid. That was a solid, solid fleet. Um, the truck itself. Uh, like this was, uh, 2015
2: had about 720,000 miles. 740. By the way, don't always be scared of miles in the truck. Um, I know it sounds high, but if the truck's been really well taken care of, they'll send hundred thousand miles.
1: They, 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 they look better on some like three, no, 400k mile trucks that we have. Yeah. And they run better. Sometimes the miles are
2: always the indicators of, of a good truck. Mm-hmm. Um, well, long story short, this guy, um, ended up, uh, trying to have to get a lawyer in to mm-hmm. the, to the whole deal to deal with the dealership. Mm-hmm. He needed to start working. Um, we were able to get him uh, a, on a, a purchase option. His interest was rate at least to purchase least to purchase option but uh, instead of paying thirty two hundred dollars a month he was paying
1: with everything with uh, I think what was his down payment like twelve thousand yeah his down payment was high uh, his interest was still high don't get me wrong uh, like, well he but
0: he he with that he said he didn't his, he wasn't prepared right? right he jumped into being an owner without Correct. trapping we first. are doing the proper due diligence. Yeah, yeah. Um,
2: the guys great and obviously he learned his lesson now um, <laughs> yeah. But now I, he's I still talks to him all the time. By he's the way. paying about, I think, a thousand or twelve hundred.
1: I think no, less eleven. He's like randomly eleven $1, hundred. He's paying. It, it was ten ninety eight with like taxes and everything. Eleven
2: $1, hundred a month. Um,
1: uh, that this is including
2: like a forty percent interest rate.
0: So 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 let me let me back up a little bit. Slow down here. Um, so he went from thirty two hundred dollars a month to eleven $1, hundred bucks yeah, a month right. because, with you. Okay, he, good. Awesome. So like
1: awesome. We, we talked about. The truck you want, but he's still getting he's still getting worked by the financing company. Versus be wrong. the truck you but, need, yeah, exactly what you said. Yeah, truck
0: but you but but but, you, but but at least you're making the numbers work in in better right now, right. right? With with the the least purchase and and especially leasing companies, some of them that that tell you, hey, we're doing a seven hundred dollar a month or eight hundred dollar a week. Sorry, uh, to me that was always. Uh, when I talk for to reason. owners, yeah. it's like, w- what are you doing? You're yeah. paying three thousand dollars for a truck that's not worth yeah. it, and you're pay- pretty much giving your profits to the leasing company. And then you're 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 not addressing even the the, the, the maintenance issues and all the other stuff, right? And I'm a big uh, preacher, and I, not that I want to preach about anything. That's why I'm doing the the, the, the channel is because I want people to get so more right. informed around right. and learn. How to do the d- due diligence and how not to get yourself in the first place into those situations Look, right? the
2: most important thing I would say when financing or buying a truck is do your due diligence like I, I couldn't I couldn't emphasize but what do you, by, what,
0: do you what, what do you mean by that what, what's due diligence to you?
2: To me, it's first of all, know where you stand, know where your budget is. Okay. Mm -hmm. So if you have a certain amount of money that you're, you're trying to spend if you've had some time in the business and you know a little more and you think you can get yourself into a bigger risk, okay. Look for a more expensive truck with nicer features and you know, nicer things. It's like the same thing as a car. They're gone to make money, but you have to remember that you're going out to make money and it's a business. It's a job. Mm -hmm. You have to look at it as a business and you have to look at it with the numbers. Mm -hmm. If the numbers don't add up, no matter how nice or how beautiful the truck is, you have to make sure the numbers make sense for you. Um, mm-hmm. That should include, you should obviously include always you know what maintenance costs would be, what your insurance is going to be, what, you know, like if, if you blow out a tire, if you're going to have something for that. But that's why I try to keep, keep your, your truck within your circumstances. Um, um, if you're starting out, obviously don't go and look for the most expensive one. Look for something you can start with. Make some money because the, the cheaper truck is going to make the same amount as a, as a more expensive truck. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I tell that to every single person. You know, you have to start somewhere. You don't always have to start with the nicest thing, but you can work your way up. It's easier to work your way up than down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, do the other for me is mechanically. You have to,
1: if you don't know a lot about, me, uh, you know, take about your mechanic. take your mechanic. I, I invite every mechanic. Oh, is it cool if I bring my mechanic? Dude, as a matter of fact, I'll bring you the J I'll give you the J report. Mm-hmm. Bring your mechanic. Have him okay the truck. At the end of the day, you are buying a used truck, but this truck will be your business. Yeah. yeah. I can't, I, I don't give warranties on the truck. I get, I could sell you an extended warranty on the truck if you want. Yeah. But also, I'm selling a used truck with six, $700 miles. Mm-hmm. We and we, like,
2: you know, we do everything we can to make sure that truck is, you know, as to our knowledge, we do everything we can for it to be perfect. Back but to Dustin's case.
1: Yeah. Dustin, ca- Dustin took out the truck. By the way, Dustin's the man. Very cool guy. Um, Took out the truck, took it to his house, which he lives like an hour away from where I'm at. And the next day he goes, dude, I installed the inverter. I don't know what's going on. The truck isn't turning on, the truck isn't turning on. That's weird because the truck had given me zero problems. I go an hour away with my computer, my J pro, everything's reading out except the, the, the engine ECM, the mm-hmm. D13 ECM. Mm-hmm. I call Dan the man. Hey, Dan, I've got this issue. Can you please resolve it for me? Like, did you sell the truck? Yeah, like you sure you want me to do that? please like i said i don't like to leave people well i don't know i i don't give you a warranty but i'm also not gonna leave you stranded yeah especially if you just took the truck yeah uh dan went two days of labor had to open up the entire cm there he had to resolder the 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 computer so what happened a thousand a hundred dollars later 1100 bucks this guy was just starting to go he he literally like he has spent his last on the truck, which i never recommend yeah but at the end of the day, I was comfortable with the fact that he was in a good truck. Um, the the computer had basically uh, shorted out.
0: Yeah. yeah, as he was hooking up the yeah, thing.
3: Right. Yeah.
2: So Correct. problems are always, in other words, problems are always going to happen. You have to be repaired no matter, you know, even new trucks have problems, mm-hmm. as you can know, like, sensors aren't adjusted well, you know, the computer will start when you say you'll go into D-Ray mode, um, for whatever reason. I, I've heard cases of trucks with literally 50,000 miles going into D-Ray yeah. mode, yeah. which yeah. Is, it is, you know, but yes Trucks it happens
0: are- it happens when you're leaving the dealer and yeah uh, yeah yeah
1: and a lot of things as soon as you do the dealer you're screwed type of thing, dealer you know? is, well, all right we sold that truck you know good luck <laughs> and that's yeah. it yeah but well this- the
0: problem is downtime with dealership uh warranty repairs yeah. right yeah, because you're gonna wait weeks for owner buying a truck if you're at the end of the line luis yeah.
1: luis that's another example uh his truck needed a rear ac and he's been calling for the last week um the didn't have the part they need. I didn't have any other truck with the part they needed. Cause usually like if, if this happens, it's an extreme case, what we'll do is
2: we'll take it out of a working truck, we'll put it now and then we'll put a new Correct. one in the new truck. Just to, you know, just to minimize downtime. But
1: we didn't have that. What did I have to do? Uh, there's a, there's a, I hate, I hate doing this, but I had to go to a pickup part. Yeah. And the guy goes, look, I just received one same APU unit. Let me test it out. Let me see if it works. it so usually sells the entire unit together. Mm-hmm. If I would have ordered it from Freightliner, I would have wait. I would have had to wait a month. Mm-hmm. And yeah. my guy told me, "All right, let me make sure it works. If it works, you could take it. Don't worry. I basically paid. You know, I still paid basically mm-hmm. what it would have cost to get yeah. the Freightliner. But yeah. all day we got this problem solved. Something I would have something something I would have spent a month and a half, which a big dealer wouldn't Let's do. Let's talk about time. Yeah.
2: Time yeah. is uh yeah. very important in, uh, in trucking. Um, time is yeah. You have to guess uh Prepare for these things. You know, Mm -hmm. like you can avoid a lot of these things by doing proper maintenance, preventative Mm -hmm. maintenance. Um, Don't Don't. chip out on your truck. Don't say, "Oh, you know what? I can take care of this later." Oh, you know what? I take care of this later. Next thing you know, you have ten problems that you're taking care of later. You know what that leads to? Yeah, major breakdown. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I could not stress enough. OEM, OEM parts.
0: So, what do you guys think? What do you guys think? What's missing in the industry? What's, young people, what, young 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 people. young people. We talked about it. Yeah, I totally agree. But well, first of all, why? But what's missing? That why is there such a such an issue of? Um,
2: it's back to the shortage. Shortage
0: shortage of drivers. Yeah. yeah. Short, short
3: of
1: well,
2: driver, shortage of drivers.
1: Shortage
3: of mechanics.
2: Think, here's so what are
0: resources? Like here's open bay. Hey, wait.
1: Here's the other thing. Um, before we got into it, you know, even my dad, my dad was kind of worried. Like, I don't know, you guys. We, we both got masters. We both got, a, a, we both studied our four years at FSU and we had a great time, whatever. When we started, my dad was extremely like, ugh, this is what they studied for. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. Dude, we all love it. And mm-hmm. my dad's yeah. noticed, we love what we're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, this is such a cool path. This mm-hmm. is such a cool career. Everyone that drives in, they tell us, oh no, I wouldn't do anything else. Like, I wouldn't do mm-hmm. anything else. Yeah. Or sure, they're very passionate about it. For yeah.
0: Sure. But look, 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 Look at the industry overall, right? You have, you can sell trucks, you can have a shop, you can drive, you can own a Dispatch. fleet, you can be in logistics, forwarding logistics, yeah. you can be. There's in, a lot of options. There's a lot of options. You can be a shipper.
2: Yeah. You can be. Yeah. There's so many ways you can like involve yeah. yourself in yeah. transportation. And
1: there's something that never, well, really, it can't stop growing because they this stops growing is that they the country stops growing. You can't, Trucking. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I will say it is the backbone of the American economy. Mm-hmm. We buy goods, we sell goods. These mm-hmm. goods, the, these things that we sell, we transport they goods. They need to
0: move. 80% right? of goods in the U.S. is on trucks. Yep, 80%. If not more. Yeah, I, I we just did a podcast last oh, really? uh, week and we talked about. I looked pulled up some stats. It's mind blowing. But that's why, you know, I feel like resources for people to to be able to to even because you're talking. You know, he didn't do his due diligence, but like i remember myself it, it there is nothing out there that tells you how to do some of those yeah. things right yeah you have to understand basic econ- uh, of uh, business foundation because you you're going into business but your credit score your, your how take to look, how it, to right. take care of your your credit is one thing take, take care of it but but then how do you do it yeah. plus your own financial uh, stability, health, your savings, your your understanding of, of cash flow and what you're actually doing. That's all stuff that, you know, how do you get owners and drivers to catch up on that and learn? And and it's just like, okay, well, there there needs to be more resources, more people talking about that. And I,
2: I agree. I agree. Let me let me take this on. Yeah. Um, definitely. If you're a you know if you're starting or you've been driving for someone else. When you're driving for someone else, they're taking care of all that for you. So you don't you don't really understand much to it. All you're doing is you're getting in the truck, you're driving, making sure the truck is good and whatnot. But when you're an owner and operator, you have to look at a bunch of different things. Like you said, cash flow is very important. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, numbers game. it's a numbers game. It's a business at the end of the day. You have to treat it like a business. It's your passion, it's your love, but at the end of the day it's a business and it's it's you know it's making you money. It's what's feeding you every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, take care of that. Mm -hmm. Make sure that 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 your finances are in good order. Always have, I like to always tell our customers, listen, you buy a truck, put some money aside and don't look at it, right? Let's say you're making $10,000 a month for whatever reason, from those 10,000 take out, if you can take 10%, put it in a a separate account. Mm -hmm. And just every time, just dump it from every load, just dump it there, dump it there, dump it there. When you have a problem, you're not gonna feel it hit because you've had money separated for that, Mm -hmm. right? And this way, you can take care of any damages or any mishaps that can happen on the road because anything can happen. Yeah.
1: Um, I also, I've had people come in like brand new that they want to get into the industry, owner ops, um, and they'll tell me, they, they go right off, oh, I want to buy two trucks. Uh, okay, well, what do your finances look like? Oh, I have about 65, 70. All right, you know, those two trucks are going to run you 65, 70. It's like, yeah, I know. That's what I want to get started with, you know, dude. Yeah. I do not recommend it. I recommend you start off with one and have that mm-hmm. just you're buying a used truck man like you're, you're not going and even if you buy a new truck it's, you still have the chance but you're buying a used truck um, have some money reserved uh, oh no that you know I know people have been doing this for a while They're telling it listen start off with that one truck I'll st- I-, I won't save you this one obviously I can't hold it for a month two months but start off yeah, no no it.
0: if it works first. But the, the biggest problem is, uh, you know, what you you mentioned that just right now. Well, I've know people that have been doing that, yeah. right? And and I hear that a lot because I have owners saying repeating the same thing. Hey, I, you know, I, well, my cousin is an owner. Well, great. Did you look at his financials? Yeah. Or is he just telling you the stuff from the surface and how? Do,
1: do, what are his operating costs? You know,
0: because what people say and what people repeat to outside what they want people to know is different than what actually happens Correct. in real life, right? And then, well, that that creates a false understand, like a false, maybe. Um,
3: a, an appearance image, an image, image around, for, uh, yeah, image, yeah.
0: A image. yeah but, and, oh, well, you know, my cousin's making five thousand dollars a week. I'm like, yeah, well, then look at his, the, but then look at his no. financial statements over over a month or two months or a quarter or a year. That'll right? tell you the truth, yeah. yeah, yeah. And that, but that's, but that's, that's also, that's also financial um, understanding of what you're looking at when you're looking at what somebody are really else, getting into? yeah, which, which. You know, I've I have a lot of this. Like, well, I'm, I'm an owner. I want to buy one, two, 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 three. Okay, but you're now starting to build a fleet and I, all power to you. I will never say no, but but show me first or show yourself first you that it. you understand it exactly what's happening and you're going into the field knowing hey, knowing all your numbers, yeah. right? And and I made that mistake before too. I'm not I'm not pro. I'm not exempt from it. Right? We all we all learn building. business. like yeah, we're just looking at the You also at the take numbers. A risk. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You now you do, of course. Now you won't grow. Yeah, and and but at the same time, it's like you're looking at a, buying another truck. Well, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna buy? And if I get the answer from the uh, owner, and uh, and um, he's not sure, or he's telling me that he found this awesome deal for 2016, then I know that he he doesn't know what he's looking right. at, and he hasn't hasn't analyzed his numbers All really, right? right? Um, so. Again, uh, I like the the case studies that you you guys because it is important for me to to. So what's this? What would you say was is the solution if somebody's in the bad spot with a leasing company when 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 they got a lease purchase somewhere that's d- d- bad? What would you what would you okay. recommend?
2: Um, first of all, look at your look at your contract terms. So usually, if there's a weekly lease, it shouldn't be a clause of uh, when you're when you're leasing weekly. For example, it is a weekly case. There should be mm-hmm. a a shorter period of term of a clause, right? If see what it would cost to get out of the truck in the first place, right? Maybe you lose your down payment, maybe you lose your like, for example, you lose your down payment. All right, fine, you lose your down payment, but you're saving yourself the cost of running that truck with all these problems, right? So that's the first thing I would look at. Two, of it, if it if you see it's something seriously bad on their end, I mean, consult a lawyer, it costs you two fifteen hundred bucks, have them look at the contract and say, Hey. You know, look at the papers. Hey, this, does, this, there's a clause here. That says it doesn't stick. In. That doesn't stick. And there's something that's wrong here. You can, maybe you can get you out of the deal. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. That was, that's where I would start. Um, second, uh, I would say even, even if you want to run your own truck and you're running into this problems, maybe lease onto a company or, or drive for a company for a little bit, you know, take a break from your truck, make some more money again, drive for another company, have your stable income. And once you're ready again, you know, to kind of fix your mistake, come back at it again. Just don't Talk forget about, about the goal. Tackle it, yeah. Tackle it, but restructure. Right? Re, yeah, re, kind of re. I would say like restructure regroup, yourself, reorganize, and then tackle it again. Um, mm-hmm. That way. Remember not, the lessons. Yeah. You, right. Remember mm-hmm. the lessons mm-hmm. you learned. Um, and this happens often. I'm sure you know we gave a, a, you know this guy's a, a case, but I know this happens often. It's it's not.
1: I'm not the only person we've seen really that. Well. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like obviously, a lot of times we can't help them out. Um, and usually. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. Usually, we can't help them up because people, are,
2: they don't take care of their credit. A lot of the times, if you take yeah. care of your credit, you'll be able to, you know, get a better deal or something. But unfortunately,
0: refinance out of it or something, right? Exactly.
2: Yeah. But unfortunately, like for these banks and these lenders, you know, they're looking at their bottom line too, and mm-hmm. you know, there's certain things that are too risky for them. So don't take it personal. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, they're a lot less likely to lend to someone that you know that's defaulting on payments, that's had an auto repo. Mm-hmm. That there's there's certain things that you just have to kind of understand on their side too.
3: Um,
0: yeah. And that's, the, that's something that not having a good credit score, going yeah. into those leasing companies, you're pretty much putting shackles on yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I would say start from that. Do the homework those before you actually do it. Yeah.
1: Those leasing companies are tough. They, I don't know. I, there's times that I do recommend it, you know. Uh, but what, but, lease purchase?
0: Yeah. Yeah, which, but if you have to, because look, I'm not like shaming all lease purchase companies. This is no, not they're, That's they're, not the point. No, not at all. Right? At all. We're yeah. talking about what, what we're trying to establish is like prep for for it. And then when you find a good company, make sure you understand what the contract actually says right. and what, what what the numbers at the end of the month. To, to yeah. be
1: fair, I'm talking about those, uh, those high, uh, okay, you're going to be paying 800 bucks a, um, a week and a $5 down payment. I mean, like at the truck that you're getting, if you're gonna be getting for that thirty two hundred dollars a month, that's a lot of money. Yeah, that you could get, a, you could get a, a nice truck with that.
0: Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a, that's a good point. What do you, you want to add? Something you tell?
2: Um. Kind of touch a little more on what you were saying. Like it, they'll put you in shackles if you go in there with bad credit, knowing you know that you're gonna pay this you know this crazy amount of money for a truck that isn't worth it just because you have bad credit. Rethink that decision. Uh, take those uh, that extra if it's an hour long that takes you to read the contract take mm-hmm. the hour yeah read it see what it says see if there's a clause or anything that says uh, oh you know any damages are your fault or you know something that's not taken care of you know you'll be liable for it and you could tell the dealer hey what's this yeah what's going on here um you know a lot of times the dealer will be like read the contract they'll, they'll they'll say okay no we can we can work on something you know so you might get if you, if you just read it and actually read those terms you might get some more uh versus getting less yeah, um, yeah very important I would say
0: good tell me guys where can people find you where what's your social uh, media
2: elite trucks USA on Facebook Instagram YouTube our website Just www. elite trucks elite USA, trucks USA together. Dot okay. com. same thing everywhere um, it's it's we did that so it was really easy for people to kind of you know to find our stuff we post our trucks on Instagram when we get them in yeah. they also go on our website but for the most part we post them first on Instagram uh, they get first dibs really we try we try to make that connection with our followers so they can get first dibs even when they come in we wash them pictures um so they know what we have um but yeah it's it's all it's all online uh, we, we try to to uh to share all this information so people not just in florida that know us but people that are coming in front of the state that are looking for a truck uh, that we might have what they need
1: not only that well first of all if anyone has any questions feel free to reach out yeah. to me. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm a very open guy. I'm a very open guy. I'm not. My email is Nicholas, N-I-C-O-L-A-S at EliteTrucksUSA.com. Um, any questions you may have, you know, I'll even give you my numbers to text or through email. You gave me a call, we could talk on the phone. If there's anything I could help you out with it. if there's any situation, there's times that I recommend people, look, I don't have what you're looking for, but maybe you could go here, and you, or, or maybe contact this finance company. Yeah, this or if you're or having yeah. trouble
2: with the purchase of a truck or something, you just want to have a second opinion, give, give us a call, like, we're, you uh, know, we're, 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 we're super open, guys. Like, yeah. we're, we're, we're you know, we, we just, honestly, we want to just help people, we want to help. Yeah. We understand that these, you know, buying a truck a lot of times is putting food on the table for your family, mm-hmm. and, Stressful. It's very stressful, right? And if you don't know what you're doing, and you just kind of want that second opinion, or you want like you know, hey, how does this look? Mm-hmm. Give us a call. Like yeah. honestly, it's it's for us, it's more of a, a you know helping people out thing, and you know getting That's them. That's
1: why we love what we're doing because we actually get to see the result of what we're like. We get to see the result. Guys, I've been on the road for a year, dude. This is the best truck I've ever had. We're yeah. not just
2: that, or, or people that say, hey, I'm having this issue with my truck.
1: You know, do you have an idea what it is? Oh, yeah. Hold on. When you come back, let me plug in the computer. and You know, I can help you out. And mm-hmm. I mean, people are charging for plugging People are charging like 150 bucks. For dude, mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. going to charge. You. Like, yeah. That's not what I'm here for.
0: Uh, You, this is going to go live on Friday. You guys are going to get a lot of calls on Saturday, Chelsea. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so, man. I, uh, yeah. Man.
1: Uh, dude, Mother's Day. Uh, we took my mom out for dinner yeah. or for lunch. Cool. I didn't even call. them. So i uh, yeah. all Mother's Day. Like, hey, can I call you back, please? It's, it's Mother's mm-hmm. Day. Yeah. That's the one day, you know. I tried, I tried I tried to take off but I that's love what a, That's that's a trait
0: for uh, being in business and being an entrepreneur I, I, so
1: I I absolutely I mean we love it, it it's 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 it, fun. It's there, great. We there's see a lot of well. angles
2: you can be in it involved in trucking, even if it's not driving, um, yeah. whether dispatching, whether you're a mechanic, and whether, you know, whether you're, you know, you work at a warehouse loading up trucks,
1: there's so many angles. Which can, we used to do as well. Yeah. Yeah. We right. used to do all this. So yeah. I, I used to, as a matter of fact, so my favorite part of the of, of what we did in, in our company was loading up the, the truck. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. because yeah. I was out of the office, obviously. So,
0: so what's your goal for, for goal for your dealership? Where do you, what do you want to take it from, okay. from here? Um, Give me, give me a twenty-second. This is our goal. Okay. Uh, what we what um, we would like to build.
2: We want to open a shop a service center for our own customers. Um, we want to open a bigger lot. I'd say have more. We more want service space and all. Service base, more variety, more variety for our customers, um, and we want to just maintain that family business type uh, feel we have. You uh, know, we we don't want to be known as that giant dealership with the big you know logo on it. No, we want to be known as your, the, the, the neighborhood's family truck, dealership where you can go in and you can just talk to someone, you know, need help. Even if you're not buying from us, I'm glad I help people like, like, Hey, uh, you know, maybe I'm,
1: we I, don't have, but maybe this dealership, maybe this does. has, or, or, you
2: know, maybe talk to this guy here. He can probably help you out. Um, or, you know, come in and then, Hey, I was following my truck. Look, I know a guy here that can help you out
1: type of thing. Um, Which it, it, it's a double, th- it's a double sided, like it's a two edge knife. Uh, yeah, that that whole well, mechanic recommendation is a two-edged knife. It,
0: it is, it is, and what I can tell you is, you guys um, seem as driven by helping, which is the new millennial. Uh, which I'm speaking, yeah, you know, I'm considering millennial, but. I mean, we want to create, (laughs) I know, I know I'm a lot older than you guys, but, uh, (laughs) yeah, but no, I can tell you, I mean, you, you guys seem like somebody that really genuinely wants to help, which is the number one thing that we need in trucking. So I just want to acknowledge you because I I really think that doing what you guys are doing, um, going into a path that's, you know, uh, it's going to throw a lot of, um, difficulties at you and obstacles side
1: punches side yeah. tackles, man. but Everything but going into that <laughs> I, i'm sure people are gonna get on here say, hey, you know <laughs> they don't know what they're talking about yeah yeah but i'm but, here to learn
0: as you go and then you guys are t- making bold moves and you guys are um, you know it's it takes look um with both of you uh having a good relationship and knowing finance knowing your angle you being committed to learning about trucks and knowing uh how to pick the 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 good stuff there's nothing nothing but good stuff going uh your way and i i wish more young guys could get in uh to the the business i
2: I invite young guys you know don't be scared tackle it uh learn it take a risk i mean there this is an industry i'll tell my young guys out there looking that has yet to be disrupted um, yeah. There, yeah. it's been an old generation of people that keep, you know, they keep recycling and recycling these same people. Get in there, bring mm-hmm. your your new look on things, your your knowledge, what you've learned. Just bring it in there and disrupt the industry. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's time for for young people to take over. Not to but work along with the older guys. with my respect to the older guys. You guys, are, you know, oh yeah,
0: they know that's who they, we learn
2: they, from. Right? That's what we learn from. Their
1: experience, but our energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So
2: you know, it's it's you know, power power to you. If if you're if you're going for it and thinking about it. Just do it, man. There, I yeah. promise you, there's not a lot of young people out there that are you know, that are doing what Sebastian's doing mm-hmm. here or what we're doing. So mm-hmm. it's definitely, I, I definitely recommend, uh, you know, getting in there and, and don't be scared. You know, try something out. This is the time to take a risk in your yeah. life. And I always, yeah,
0: and I always, I always say, just try to make it a little bit better, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's all we that's need. That's
2: all we're doing. We're not, we're not here to, to screw anything up. We're just trying to, you know, every day or, you know, everything you do, just try to make it a little bit more efficient, a little yeah. better, a little smarter. Mm-hmm. Um there's things you know every generation will come corners.
3: Generation.
0: Yeah, don't, don't cut corners. corners. That's a good one. That's a good one too. Guys, I appreciate you a lot. Thank you for coming from no, from you, Florida, man. from Miami. I'll see you in uh January. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna oh, be there for a couple months. So. Yeah.
1: Please pass by, pass by our, our store yeah, 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 yeah. and we'll there show you, you around, we'll take awesome.
0: you out. Yeah, we'll shoot some videos. Thank yeah. you guys. Appreciate yeah. it. Take care. You.